What's up, Dub Nation? This is the We Believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast, Sports Ethos Presentation. Sam Orlick here. Warriors, disappointing OT loss to the Thunder. 138 to 136 was the final. A lot of key takeaways here from this game. Uh, first and foremost, Steve Kerr did live up to his word regarding rotations. Uh, there was definitely an intentional shift in situational awareness from the coaching staff as to certain players being um, in and out of the lineup um, throughout certain parts of the game. So we'll get into more of that. Uh, man, this is another really tough OT loss to the Thunder. Basically, same situation as uh, the last time that they uh, that they played the Thunder. Warriors up by three, 10 seconds left, and they botched the you know, foul before they can attempt a three. Draymond goes for the steal, fouls Chet in the act of shooting. Chet Holmgren hits all three free throws. Um, Warriors have the ball with about seven seconds left, and they basically just go to a Curry ISO one-on-one against Lou, D- Lou Dort. Curry settles for a really tough contested three. Um, that being said, Curry was just absolutely on fire late in this game. So many big shots to keep the Warriors in. Um, so you don't fault Curry for feeling confident to go to his shot and make sure that there wasn't a turnover. Uh, speaking of turnovers, Warriors NBA season high, 28 turnovers on the night. Uh, I think it was 25 turnovers going into the, uh, into OT, which was already tied for a season high with San Antonio twice. Um, and this was just tough. A lot of, a lot of unforced turnovers, a lot of, Bad passes, uh, going too fast, not taking care of the ball, telegraph passes, uh, points off of turnover, just absolutely brutal. Thunder uh, had 29, Warriors with six. So, um, the you know, Thunder took care of the ball and Warriors didn't on a night where Warriors did so many things, uh, so many things well, rebounding the ball, defending like crazy, um, just really tough and disappointing loss. Um just a quick little recap. Uh, Warriors opened the game holding to OKC, 35% shooting from the field at the end of the first quarter, uh, which led which which helped the Warriors go on an 18-4 run. Uh, Looney looked sharp early. Draymond drew two offensive charges and was just putting on an absolute masterclass early in this game on both ends of the floor. Chet would end up with early foul trouble and not really play much at all. He ended up with uh, three fouls. Uh, Wiggins was super aggressive early. He hit two threes and a third one nearly went in, rolled in and out. Um, Everyone was just crazy hitting the offensive boards, and they held SGA to five points. Um, No Chris Paul tonight. He would have an illness that would be reported earlier today, wasn't feeling well. So it was Corey Joseph and uh, Pods holding down the backup point guard position. you know, and kind of as you would expect, without Chris Paul, the second unit comes in and immediately starts making mistakes, a lot of turnovers. Some of those were off of Kaminga, but the Warriors continue to play good defense, continue to fight. SGA comes on. He ends up with 16 points going into halftime. Um, Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins would end up combining for 25 points and five threes. Draymond finished with eight points and eight assists, but still Warriors had 15 turnovers at the end of the first half, but held on to a lead 62 to 56. Uh, Clay Wiggins 
and Curry would be pacing the Warriors with double figures at the half. Um, second half, SGA just continues to take over the game. Thunder going a huge lead. Warriors struggling in the third, showing some signs of fatigue. Um, then Steve Kerr goes to Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, Kaminga just absolutely takes over, very similar to last game. Uh, in the fourth, just all over the place, hitting the boards, defending, uh, finishing, hitting some very important timely threes. Uh, Dario Saric would soak up a lot of the Kavon Looney minutes. Uh, Looney didn't end up playing that much on the night. Uh, he finished with just uh, 15 minutes. So it was Dario Saric really holding down the backup center position with Draymond Green. Saric had a double-double. And then you've got Pods. Pods was just absolutely insane. His fingerprints were all over this game rebounding everything he drew two charges just all over the place setting up his teammates uh hit some very tough shots they even ended up going to pods at the end of the third quarter with about five or six with five or six seconds left and curry on the floor they give the ball to pods to go into an iso and he uh pump fakes the three and leans in and hits a runner for a deep two just such a gutsy play by the rookie but just he was incredible. I cannot stress that uh, enough. And then, again, we already talked about the um, the Warriors just basically, again, unable to execute up three with the opponent with the ball. Um, you know, going back to the last game against the Thunder, obviously Warriors did not foul. Chet hits a, hits a tough three with two seconds left. Warriors moving over time. So then you have tonight, Warriors... Planning to foul, talked about it at practice. Everyone knew what to do, but, you know, Draymond Green goes for the three. Uh, that allows Chet to get the catch. He immediately goes into the act of shooting. Draymond tries to foul it, but at that point, it's too late. Um, just really tough, again, to put yourself in a situation where you've got to go into OT on the road against a very tough team. You've already ex uh, exerted so much energy to get yourself into this position. Um, you know, and, and, and it isn't necessarily that you can even point the blame to, oh, it's Jonathan Kaminga being on the floor and making a mistake as, as a young player. This is Draymond Green. This is the core. So, um, you know, it, it's tough. And, uh, you know, Draymond also had a very untimely turnover, um, towards the end of the game that also, you know, led to, uh, contributed to... Thunder scoring. So this was just, you know, this is just really tough. Um, obviously, another loss, a game they should have won. But more importantly, I think that, you know, the 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 main guys need to continue to play well and need to be able to execute. And they should. They've been in this position before. They know the right plays and reads to make. Um, there really aren't any excuses here. This was just Warriors um, not disciplined and able to play a full 48 minutes. And it continues to plague them as they show stretches of just being such an incredible team. Uh, Steve Kerr has really found something with this group uh, being able to now really give quality minutes to Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and Pods and Dario Saric all off the bench who are just playing at an, an incredible pace while also still getting very good production out of Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins. Um Thompson and Wiggins both played well. Uh, Wiggins probably should have had a couple more baskets. He had some some looks that just didn't go his way, but he finished with two threes, uh, hit both his, his free throws, 12 points, 
the the six turnovers though were just were just killer. Uh, one of those was in overtime, so that's just really tough uh, for Andrew. And so when you look at the distribution of minutes on the night, um, Wiggins with 32, Draymond with 35, Looney only played 15, Thompson with 38, Curry with 40, Sarge 22, Moody 15, Kaminga 28, Pods 23, uh, Corey Joseph 12. Uh, Jackson Davis was a DNP, Chris Paul and Gary Payton were ruled out. So, um, and, you know, keep in mind this was an OT game, but you basically had Curry and Thompson, you know, Draymond Green fouled out, Jonathan Kaminga fouled out, but Kaminga basically played the entire fourth um, until he, you know, not that he did. He he came in late in the third. He played that entire stretch and all the way through the fourth until he fouled out. Um, surprisingly enough, you know, Jonathan Kaminga on 24 points with 12 rebounds, he was a minus 15 um, with his minutes on the floor. Clay Thompson was a plus 11. Um, <clears throat> just interesting note on, on the plus minus, but... I think, you know, when you get, and Moody struggled in this one, 0 for 4 from 3, 1 of 6 from the field, but just really tough, tenacious defense, act, good activity. He had four rebounds. Uh, he had two turnovers in his own right. Um, but Pods, man, 5 of 11 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. Uh, he hit a free throw. Interesting, Interestingly enough, there was a three-second call in the Thunder, and... Uh, Pod stepped up immediately to take the free throw. So um, you just see that this guy is gutsy. He thinks he's the man. He thinks he's the boss. And, and he talks, the, I mean, he walks the walk. He just he doesn't just talk the talk. You see him take that free throw. Uh, you see the Warriors feel comfortable with him uh, with the ball in his hands at the end of the quarter to take a big shot. Um, we saw Steve Kerr go to Pods and Moody and Kaminga over uh, Andrew Wiggins when the Warriors needed a closeout bucket. So, you know, you are seeing the Warriors trust these guys more. Um, and, and especially in situations where the matchups are good and they're having good nights and they're playing well and effective on the floor, uh, why not? And for Andrew Wiggins, you know, he was playing incredible defense on SGA all night. He did have six rebounds in his own right. Obviously, just with the turnovers and his, his shot, even though he did hit a few in the first half, in the second half, just not there for him. I'm more than happy to see you know, the appropriate situational usage of enabling, you know, the right guys on the floor when you need to go get a bucket or get a stop or whatever the situation calls for. And so, you know, Steve Kerr taking advantage of his roster and the guys that he has, you know, like like he's been talking about all season and then actually see it in action and not just continue to roll out the same guys. And when when you already have established that other players can be effective and, and provide value. And it doesn't mean that, you know, one's, One's getting minutes and the other isn't, but it's just the appropriate awareness of when there's opportunity to uh, play one or, or over the other um, over for a specific play or over a stretch of time, whatever that might be, um, and, and just have the willingness to adapt and play with that and trust that these guys, um, you know, these guys are ready. These guys are able and willing to contribute. So, um you know, the Thunder are a really good team. You got to hang your hat to them. You know, as a Warriors fan, this is obviously a really tough pill to swallow. You would have loved to have seen them kind of string together another good win after after the game uh, against Portland. Um, this is just going to be another another tough loss, and, and the Warriors are going to have to continue to uh, – 
to take the punches and keep on swinging. You know, you got to get up after you fall down. And, and this one hurts. This this is, um, you know, starting to feel some vibes of of last season and the Warriors being unable to close out games that they should have won. Um, and you just get the feeling that this is a trend that's going to continue to plague the Warriors. Obviously, hopefully we don't see another game where they get 28 turnovers. Uh, the fact that they were even in this game, that they even made it to overtime, um, that they had opportunities to win with that many turnovers um, is saying something. So, yeah, uh, Warriors have some time off, um, which, you know, may not be a good thing. Typically, after bad losses, you like to just, you know, get right back to it. Um, but that's just how the uh, the season schedule works out. Um so a look ahead, Warriors' next game won't be until December 12th where they go up against the Phoenix Suns and then followed by uh, December 14th against the Clippers. Both of those games are going to be on the road. Um, so the schedule doesn't get any easier, and uh, the Warriors, you know, while they might have found some new and in, in rejuvenation and energy in, in enabling these young guys on the night when Chris Paul wasn't there, um, you know, have to feel kind of the, the continued pain and kind of disappointment that they're not able to win these games that they should be winning despite um, having some very, very good performances in some areas of the game while at the same time just clearly some gaping holes and, and being able to take care of the ball, value position, value possessions, and get good shots up. And once again, this has been a We Believe Golden State Warriors basketball podcast. If you haven't already, please give me a follow over at Twitter. That's at SD Orlick. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Let's go, Dub Nation. Again, no games for the rest of the weekend until next week when we take on the Phoenix Suns. So we'll catch you on the next one.